0: The strong, the powerful Julia Gordon-Bramer has returned to Money Savage. Welcome back, Julia.
1: (laughs) Thank you, George.
0: So excited to have you back. Julia is a psychic. She is a professional tarot card reader, an author, a scholar, and a poet. And now back on Money Savage, Julia, refresh our memories. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, uh, a little bit about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: All right. Well, um, I've been a tarot card reader for over 40 years, um, which was uh, started when I was about 16, um, which was about the time I first began to have some premonitions and and that sort of thing, which I'll be talking about a little bit later. Um, Professionally, I'm the author of three books on the poet and author Sylvia Plath and her use of mysticism. Coincidentally, Today would be Sylvia Platt's birthday. Oh, wow. So um, yeah, she was born October 27, 1932. And, uh, and so, um, so as a Platt scholar, um, when I well going back to graduate school, I'm also a poet, and I was getting my master's in fine arts and poetry. And I learned I reading on Platt's work, I recognized that there was a lot of tarot. And, um, other kind of symbolisms of of mysticism woven into her work. And I guess you have to be both a Platt scholar and a tarot scholar to see it. Uh, So that kind of became one of my uh, life pursuits as far as just educating the world on on what her work means. Um, So uh, yeah, and I've, uh, as I said, I've been reading tarot cards for over 40 years, about 12 years professionally now. Um, but I've had some great opportunities. I've been on MTV and Nickelodeon and I, for a number of years, I was the tarot reader at the Renaissance festival and, you know, a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little more relaxed about it today.
0: (laughs) Fair Fair enough. So it's been a, it's, 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 it's been quite a year. I think that, you know, lots of bad, I'm sure that lots of good in the world, Um, what, what's, what's, what's top of mind for you?
1: Well, you know, I've seen a lot of miracles in 2020, interestingly enough, I think, I I think last time I spoke to you, I, I talked about how when Trump came into office, uh, love him or hate him, he's a change maker, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and, um, and, and, it's so interesting because in the alignment of where we are astrologically, uh, the age of Pisces has ended at, th- at the end of the Mayan calendar in um, December 2012, um, We're in this transitional time, as we enter the age of Aquarius, the transitional time would be represented by the tower card. So I say how interesting that Trump's symbol is the tower, you know. <laughs> and uh and and so i've been kind of mulling over a a lot of that this year as i'm watching you know when i show the tower card i say the foundation is wrong the building has to come down it's time to rebuild and so we've got a lot of broken systems that have been broken a long time yeah and now it's time to rebuild whether we're talking environmentally socially financially i mean you name it and um And so uh, and politically, perhaps, too. And and so it is very, very interesting. Um, You know, I think I think whether you want to call it God, the universe, um, there's a great cosmic joke in the correlation of 2020. And we think of 2020 vision. Hmm. And I think this is our year to get clear. And so I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of uh, toxic relationships breaking up. I'm seeing people leaving jobs they hate, uh, perhaps finding their family for the first time in quarantine, you know. Um, <laughs> it's it's really been – quarantine has been a, a time that we're sort of forced to go inward and reevaluate what's important in our life. And, and so from a spiritual point of view, I think that's incredible. Um, that is – that is like uh the symbol of of the hermit going into the wilderness or or jesus going into the wilderness or, or buddha i mean all all the great uh spiritual teachers they have their time of exile basically and uh and i think we're all in it right now so i actually have seen some really incredible changes and beautiful things among my clients and my family and even myself and um yeah. You know, I can't say it's all good. Certainly a lot of it feels really uncomfortable and disturbing, but, but that's the tower. The tower is scary.
0: <laughs> that's a, so much cool stuff there that I, I somehow have gotten almost all the way through the year 2020 and had not connected 2020 to 2020 vision yet. So I don't know what oh. that says about me, <laughs> Julie. <laughs> that might be a forest through the trees kind of a thing. Um, so that's fascinating. And, and yes, we are right now in this crazy time where these institutions, if not all most, if, if not all of them, we are questioning and and there's there's so much energy and and and, and excitement and, and anger and all this stuff really, really around all of them. When we're talking about how that actually trickles down to, to, to me and, 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 to you and individuals, um, do we all naturally have, um, in, 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 in intuition and maybe a, a connection to the, 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 the universe?
1: I absolutely believe we do. Uh, I think it's teaching yourself to pay attention. I think some people are stronger than others so you know i i liken it to singing so everybody can sing a little bit some people it's like oh god please stop (laughs) you know and and others you could just listen to all day and and everything in between and uh and so i think intuition's kind of that way too i think we've all had the experience of the phone ringing and oh i was just thinking about Mm -hmm. you You know, Um, many of us have had experiences of someone departing uh, and and we dream of them, you know, after they've passed on or uh, which I actually believe, you know, is is a communication Um, because I think when we're asleep, we're more open, we're more relaxed that way. But but so we all have little intuitive, you know, uh, you may call it a gut feeling you may say, I just have a sense about that guy, mm-hmm. you know, or, and, um, and, and, so I would encourage you, number one, to trust that. Um, I, I think that it's interesting because when you're in my line of work, I get really tuned into other people, you know, they, they call me, um, the term today is empath. Maybe you've heard it. Sure. Um, when I was growing up there, you know, in the seventies and eighties there, there was no such term. And I just knew that when I hung around people too long, <laughs> you know, I could, I could be in a room and if someone was in a great mood, I'd be in a great mood. And if someone was in love, I would just like feel it and be so excited <laughs> for them. And, and if someone was seriously depressed, oh man, it, it's, I, it soaks into me. And, um, I I would go, I would go home to my dad's family in Chicago, uh, who were highly dysfunctional and I would come back and people would say I was not right for days. Hmm. And I, I didn't have a word for it except I know now that I was basically just picking up their energy. So, uh, reading their energy. And I think probably everyone is affected by others' energy too. I mean, um, I hear a lot of couples, you know, relationship stories where one is deeply depressed or deeply angry or, you know, got a lot of that going on this year. And how can that not affect the other when you're living with it day in and day out? Uh, So, uh, you know, and, and on that vein, I think when we fill our lives with the media right now, we are definitely soaking in fear and uh, not good for us. This is a fear culture at the moment um, because, of course, the news wants you to watch it. And if it's good news, you may not be quite as compelled. It may not seem so urgent for the good news, but the bad news, oh my God, you know, the world is burning <laughs> yeah. Yeah. literally uh, this year. Mm-hmm. And so. So um, I do think we have to be very careful, um, especially the more sensitive we are, uh, as far as what kind of people we're surrounding ourselves with, and what kind of messages we're putting into our mind. Uh, I even changed the music I listen to. Uh, I am a huge fan of um, Elliot Smith, who's a singer-songwriter, but he's... He's quite sad. He's quite depressing, and I I love him. I'll always love him, but I don't listen to him twenty four seven anymore because I, I don't think that's very good for me, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, so yeah, I do think I think everybody has it to a certain degree. I think it's teaching yourself to pay attention. When I'm reading for my tarot clients, many times I'll see the High Priestess card, which I put on the back of my business card. Uh, she's the intuitive for the psychic and um, And so a lot of times I'll see with my clients that they have natural intuition uh, or at least inclinations toward it, whether or not they're using it or not. And I'll encourage them, you know, pay attention if you get um, some weird experience with you know, I don't know, an animal, you know, uh, a hummingbird flying in your face. Or um, or a bird hitting a window, God forbid. You know, I love I love animals. <laughs> um, oh, I I do uh, volunteer work at the Wildlife Rescue Center nice. in Missouri. Shout out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but you know, uh, if you see if you're thinking of someone and you see their name on a street sign or on a license plate, or if a certain song comes on the radio that you know just speaks to you lyrically. I say, pay attention to that. I think that the universe is giving us information all over the place and it's just a matter of, of being aware.
0: Yeah. Well, I, 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 I definitely agree with all of that and I've been guilty throughout this year of spending too much time specifically on Twitter and, uh, uh, I just, it, just winds me up and it's one way or another, yeah. you know, I, and I need to be really cognizant and, and, and mindful of the things that I'm letting between my ears. Um, because that's, that's going right. to have a direct impact. Yeah. And th-
1: think of it like food, you know, um, body, mind, spirit. And so what you put in, in that brain, um, is going to affect your output. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, if anything this year I have, pushed back from social networking. Um, I, I, I was never addicted but uh, but I used to spend a good couple hours a day on it you know between Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and, and Instagram. I mean there's so many ways you can go and I've definitely retreated and now I, I do a quick couple posts some you know maybe once a week you know, a couple posts but um, and not across all the platforms either. But and I've had people write me like, are you okay?" (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I just I just don't want to give my life to the social networks. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, privacy issues aside and all of that, too. That's a whole other topic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's no doubt about that. So from uh, uh, I'm just going to refer to to social media and and and, and media in general as, as as maybe global uh, sort of influence, and then as I'm out interacting just in public, how how I'm interacting with other people, if they're having a great day or a bad day, that's reflecting on me. And then certainly the the the, the people who are closest to us, you talked about if, if, if your husband or wife or your kids or, or your dog are in a bad mood, it's going to have an impact on you. And so I think we can all I, d- definitely identify with that, probably some way more than others, you. Um, it sounds like are almost like a tuning fork where, where, you know, or, or, or maybe I'm, I'm, I'm almost like a mirror where you're reflecting back. What about, um, how, how, how we're interacting just, just with the universe in general, not necessarily direct stimulus that I'm getting from Twitter?
1: Well, you know, so getting back to that body, mind, spirit idea, um, uh, I think, which is very important, we, we have to have the three balance, you know, the, the, three, the three legs to balance that little stool <laughs> of our lives. And, um, and, and so we can't neglect any of them. Um, so I, I tend to think, so spirit, well, well, let's start with the body, uh, which gets neglected a lot. I know, So think of the body like your vehicle, your car. And so, so many people they put great gas into the car, and they may have a wonderful destination, which I think is the spiritual side. But if they're not doing the regular maintenance, the car's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think there is something to be said about being kind of an example too. You know, you you um, if you're not feeling good, uh, if you're not looking well, it it's not attractive to you know, to, to the message you're trying to teach. Yeah. Um, so, so the physical side, we all have our different ways to manage that. And for some people, it's more of a challenge than others, definitely. Uh, but it has to be valued. And, um, and so the, the mind part, you know, this is, uh, this is techniques not only what we fill in our mind, but how we quiet our mind. Um, the Buddhists have the term monkey mind which is just busy 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 uh and 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 americans are famous for that Um, (laughs) you know we we think we're being efficient but uh, you know getting back to the body a bodybuilder knows when you work out and you're pushing and pushing and and pumping that weight you have to give it rest to heal to build that muscle to recuperate and the mind is the same way the mind is a muscle and so we need to have regular downtime regular check-ins and i think um prayer and meditation are i mean they're core in nearly every religion and the reason is because we need that quiet place we need that place to listen inside us we need that place to release all that fear and the negative emotions and just tune in with the source and and to You know, I I believe um, that I I tell my clients when we're all connected just by being alive, I call that life force God. I don't tell people how to do God or what to call God. That's totally their business. But if you can go there, if you can say, okay, I'm alive, I'm hooked into the God system, then um, you are a child of God and you have great power. And I believe, you know, do we have power to, change the world well there may be a bigger purpose that we're not understanding through all this this may be the tower wiping the slate clean to start again um and and it's scary and a lot of us are really determined to hold on and try to keep things the way they were uh or you know i i just don't think that's possible anymore so i'm getting a little bit off track here but um but we can change our own lives i guess is is my point. And of course, Gandhi has this famous quote, be the change you wish to see mm. in the world. I, I don't think he meant be a model citizen. I think he meant you look out in the world and you see, you know, the turmoil, you see the hatred, you see whatever, and you have to turn it in and say, where is it in me? You know, where do I have it? And and there are no exceptions on things like hatred, you know. Um, I saw this beautiful sign in somebody's yard, and I can't remember all the, all the the points it made, but it was basically about you know if you believe in love, if you believe in human kindness, if you believe in equality, if you believe in justice, whatever. The no exceptions, and um, which means you can't hate Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> you right. Or you can't <laughs> hate whatever, you know, you can't hate Klansmen. Mm-hmm. And that can be really hard, you know, but it is something that we have to really look inside. I heard a beautiful interview just yesterday on NPR about a uh, former uh, neo-Nazi who um, is actually working to transform other neo-Nazis and, and kind of educate them on, on human kindness now. He, he saw the error of his ways and, and he's really uh, doing powerful work. And he is hugging these people that we would find despicable. But understanding that this core energy of anger and hatred is really just a profound lack of love, lack of feeling powerful, you know, and, um, he's recognizing their humanity and, in the people we don't want to like. And, um, and I, I just thought, I thought there was a really beautiful example, uh, a nice takeaway, you know?
0: Yeah. I think that that's super powerful. So in terms of, of trusting that, 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 that gut instinct and we are me, I, I've been so programmed to, to try to make, good analytical logical decisions about things uh Mm -hmm. but have been trying really over the course of this year to trust more of 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 that gut instinct of that intuition how do you counsel people to sort of balance or 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 throw out the balance and, and 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 just go with the gut
1: yeah well it's hard for ourselves i mean i even struggle with my own You know intuition for me if you think of it like imagine that you're an ant, and you're in the middle of an oriental rug and so you're going through and you're like i'm in blue i'm in blue you know oh look i'm in white now you know oh there's there's some green right over there you know and so you're you're in it and you're just doing color by color but you cannot see the whole design of the rug right now when somebody Goes to see somebody like me. um, I'm not saying that I have all God's wisdom. No way. Um, But the tarot cards may show where you are in life, uh, as far in the bigger picture. You know where you're headed, what direction, what you're seeking. So, um, so it is helpful sometimes to have, you know, whether it's a spiritual teacher or a mentor, or a life coach, or a tarot card reader, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, somebody to kind of um, give you another perspective. Because when you're in it, you don't see it. And I don't see it for myself sometimes, as I said. Um, So I have my people that I see. (laughs) (laughs) And it can be very helpful. Um, And I think we all need uh, some sort of spiritual community, some sort of support system. I don't think any, you know, human beings, I don't care what my husband says, (laughs) human beings are, are not meant to be alone. And, um, and that's one thing that this quarantine has made really hard for some people. I, I know the loneliness has skyrocketed, especially among some seniors that, uh, that I've talked to, um, it's very, very hard and, and, uh, you know, and. On that note, I think it's really important that we all should reach out and check in on people who are alone also.
0: There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Well, Julia, I'm so grateful. And thank you so much for coming back on the show. How can people engage with you? Where where, where can people learn more?
1: Great. Well, um you can phone me at 314-517-0158. Uh, you can email me at tarot at night nighttimes.com, N-I-G-H-T-T-I-M-E-S dot com. Or go to my website, Julia Gordon Bramercom and that's J-U-L-I-A-G-O-R-D-O-N-B-R-A-M-E-R. So uh those are some ways to find me.
0: Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Julia your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to JuliaGordonBramer.com, shoot her an email, give her a call. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Julia.
1: Awesome, George. Thank you so much.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.
1: That's right. Happy Halloween.
0: Spending too much time on social